but I couldn't deny her because she, she's the CEO's like friend's daughter. And we are back. We are Lay Low Studios podcast. Join us as we navigate the trends of societies and sometimes we like to give advice like we know how to be humans. My name is Yuki. And my name is Patricia. In recent news, there has been allegations against one of the businesses in New Zealand that are well known. Well known? Yeah. Yeah. And they allegedly did some things where two people have been stood down and the allegations are connected to sexual harassment, which is something that Pat and I have also talked about in previous episodes, which is why we want to bring it up again, because it's a current topic that just doesn't seem to go away. Yeah. So to recount what happened through a social media page that is private and encourages women working at the company to talk about their experiences in the music industry. And it has been reported and investigated that someone had come out with a story around a person in that company, which is why everything is coming to the forefront and everything's being recounted on the news. This is strange to us because usually stuff like this, we talk about it with other people and our work peers, but it is out on the internet. So out on social media. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's troubling to put it out on social media because it's immediately linked back to you. It's hard for victims to come forward. There's a weird stigma because like you've put it out into the internet and it leads right back to you. And it also leads back to the company as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very, very risky. Yeah. So to speak. Wait, so what happened to these guys again? They... They've been stood down. Two of them? Yeah. And... It's all over the internet, it's called whistleblowing. Yeah. And so the definition of a whistleblower is a person who could be an employee of a company or a government agency disclosing information to the public or some higher authority about any wrongdoing, which could be in the form of fraud and corruption, etc. And so I just wanted to talk about our experiences with that type of situations because I know I have one but I'm just curious to know if you have one Pat. I personally don't. Have you seen anything weird in your company or previous employments? Yeah I had that one experience with that guy but I already talked about it and it was just that whole he was a creep behind the scenes sort of thing but I didn't feel the need to do anything. I, I don't know if it's because I was vulnerable or what, or it's because he was close to HR, but I just didn't feel the need to reach out to my boss or HR about the situation because I just shut it down myself. Yeah. But I was just lucky enough to, to do that. Like, I just distanced myself, but I know I should have spoken up about the situation because I know he could probably do it to other people as well. But other than that, like, in other companies, I know that there's been situations where bad things happen and there's a lot of bullying towards one specific person and that person feels the need to talk to someone and that can that happened to be me like one of those people and i just told them to go through the whistle blowing hotline because we had one nice nice but not nice because when you go through that hotline they obviously get in contact with the other person and they talk about the situation they talk about what's happening that team leader will talk to that employee and then kind of try to they'll try to sort it out their own way rather than doing it professionally there's no protection for the person yeah whistleblowing yeah it's just like because it's someone of higher power yeah so then they ended up getting fired 
for something that they had no control over. Yeah. Yeah. And no one else felt the need to take care of that person because it was the team leader, you know what I mean? Like, do you go against the team leader or do you... That's where the issue is because there's a power dynamic. There's no one looking after the employees. Yeah. And I think that's why people are scared to come forward, which is why, in terms of that, about the whistleblowing... How they had like a private media page. Yeah. Was that fa- like a Facebook? Yeah. Page just like a Facebook group. Oh, yeah. Yeah, page, yeah. Which is astonishing because where is HR and where is, where is all of the professional ways to escalate the situation? Yeah. I know I've talked about this in previous episodes about how I had someone in previous employments of mine that we were trying to get evidence and stories and recounts from people it's hard to whistleblow on your own i've always found yeah definitely because they can easily take you out of the equation Mm. but if multiple people join together and bring their experiences and stories it really builds a solidified case against the person and which is you never want to think about that it always has to be all of us against this one person it should be like we should just sit in a meeting room they need to sort it out yeah because we understand that they have a higher power and more control over our situations but what about that well because the people that we were trying to whistleblow against they were in a high position so literally it could be us saying they did this and nothing would happen if anything we would have to be stood down Mm. which is quite scary for us but because there's so many of us i think they know now that they need to change Mm. how they approach us and how they conduct their persona at work and stay professional yeah do they have to go through their own workshop sort of thing? Like, you're talking about the ethics workshop. Do they have to go through it alone? Yeah, which shouldn't be the case, because I know multiple people that deserve to be in that workshop. I've only been in, let's say, two companies. Yeah. Because I was either staying there for quite a while, or then I just ended up doing my own thing. But I didn't really have to do the whole whistleblowing thing. So I don't I didn't experience any workshops. We didn't ever do retreats or anything. It was just you do your own thing and you have to figure it out on your own. That's what I just had that's what we just went through. That's the same for me. I actually didn't go through like a professional workshops when you're starting out and going through the training period. I had learned it through my volunteer work. And mm. they were the ones facilitating the workshops about yeah. code of ethics, boundaries, mm. how to present yourself in a professional setting. Yeah. What's appropriate, what's not appropriate, dress code, etc., etc. Mm. Concerning this person that we were whistleblowing against, they actually had been reported that they've been through two HR workshops and they still continued their actions. Wow. Um, but HR didn't, doesn't do anything. There's only so much they can do. Aren't they in the position to kind of say, like, this is the last straw. If you do this again, you're out. I actually don't know. I've only been on the opposite side where the things fail. Yeah. But it always seems like that. Like, where's the... <laughs> Why aren't they doing their job? I think there's a lot of things to consider. Yeah. They're considering all parties and the company and how it affects everyone it shouldn't be the case it should be just just between these two Mm. no external parties have to be considered that's what i think i actually don't know so much about the hr processes i just know they have to do a lot yeah 
I've always been on the side where like I lose with HR and then I end up switching teams and stuff like that. No, oh. oh. but there could be. That's just my situations. HR. No, it happens. Yeah, HR is doing good. Surely, I'm sure a lot of companies. Yeah, but. Sometimes I just think they could handle things better, but I don't know their processes and stuff, yeah. so I don't know how they have to go about it. I've just always been on the losing side. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've only ever seen the losing side. I don't ever hear of good experiences with HR. Yeah. So just to give more context, the person at my previous job, they were very, very close with HR. So there wasn't much It's that always that, bro. It's, Even in my situation, it's in so everyone's situation, they're always so close with HR. It's like they have this process and they hear they're like, okay, I'm gonna get closer with the GMHR. I'm gonna have them under my belt and then no one can fuck with me, man. That's pretty much what happened, and it's such a K-drama premise. It's everywhere. Okay, anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> So they were close with HR. And that's why it couldn't be just me against that person. It had to be people that they have affected all of us coming together. Which we did in the end. We did have a solidified case back at my old job. As I was saying, I was on the losing side, so nothing really happened to him. They He just had to be separated into a different management group. Oh, okay. Yeah, so now they're just... They're just there. We actually don't hear from him anymore. He could be a changed person, we don't know. So is he like in a completely different office as well or he's still on the same team but he has a different role. So he hasn't um... he doesn't have like the young girls that are under him and his team anymore. Like, what do they switch him to? You don't know. I don't know. Oh, that could be better, hopefully. We I'm wanted guessing. him out. You know, him coming back to us saying that he's been in two HR meetings and he's still having the same actions. That doesn't show growth. So that's yeah. why we initially wanted him to be removed from the company. Yeah. But then he just got moved to a different role. Not a total loss. Yeah. We're just hoping with his new team and that they're a changed person. You hope. Because yeah. we, we don't know. We yeah. don't know. We're not a part of that circle anymore. But I think this is why it's so important to have safe boundaries or else there could be higher repercussions. Such as with these two people from the latest article, how they had to be stood down from their role and it was quite a higher up role. Yeah. And so if people at work, they respect boundaries, you know, situations like this wouldn't occur. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think, like, it's so hard to talk about it when you don't know the perspective of HR and the actual company. Because yeah. I honestly feel like it's so important to start up the training and then go through these different workshops that have a lot of meaning towards the company like take care of your people look like take care of your peers don't go through these boundaries but i know it's difficult because you just jump straight into the job so you can't do these essential things yeah but no one ever takes these active steps to even merge it into a year like throughout the year or so i think that would be very beneficial but no one like i don't think everyone Maybe this year or going forward, people will start to realize that's important for us to do that. But yeah, for especially sure. in New Zealand, because I feel like we're very changing, a very changing country that hopefully we'll be able to go through this thing. But not a lot of people are putting importance onto this topic that they don't feel the need to do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then stuff like this happens. Yeah. yeah. So it's just repeating the same behavior, the same cycle in that. Because no one wants to speak up, but it's difficult to speak up. Yeah, exactly. Which is why that 
private social media page occurred in the first place. Yeah. Like, a safe haven for people to retreat and talk about their experiences because it's not a safe environment at work. Yeah. Which is, which should not be the case. You know, ever since this article came out, I've found that more companies are more interested in that now. I know big influential companies, they're doing a thing where they have, like, a like a anonymous report or engagement survey. Ooh. Oh, yes, we did do that as well, yeah. Yeah, so it's where you remain anonymous and you can talk about the things. And if they go through all of the reports, they can actually, like, gather data on what's important to their employees right now. Yeah, yeah. Or what issues are coming up. And it all remains anonymous. And they can talk about their concerns. That's true. Yeah. We did that every two or three months where I was last at... Oh, yeah, I didn't even realize that we were doing that. Because we used to do it in the past, in previous employments. Mm. But now, because all of this situation with the allegations are coming forward, they're really putting pressure or really pushing forward for employees to feel comfortable enough to talk about the things that are important to them. Yeah. Which is good. It's a step forward. Yeah, definitely. It's just like the mental... Oh, do you guys get the mental wellness day each month? I think so. Because yeah, we used to, like, I feel like we're, we are generally making progression here. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it just needs to keep going sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah. so it's become normalized because yeah. I actually don't feel comfortable saying I need a day for my mental well-being. Yeah. Not yet. I think we're all just on the... We're like, do I tell them that I'm hurting or do I back <laughs> off? Do I tell them that I need a day off or do I retreat? So what you're saying is that we're on the precipice? What does that mean? On the edge. The tipping point. We're there. We're just on the edge of making it even better for ourselves, if that makes sense. Yeah. I can only really see it that way because everyone here is trying to be more aware of everyone else's position. And yeah, where they're all coming from that we all are trying to be more open to everyone's stories and their experiences, yeah. and whether it's in their, their mental well-being or then in the office. So I know New Zealand's probably going in the right direction, but it's, it is still difficult for people to speak up. But like, I think it's a good step forward. Yeah, it's a good step forward, but we just need more people to be open about it. But I know that's still difficult for everyone. Exactly. Because it was so solidified before now that you don't talk about it or else you yeah. compromise your position in the company. It goes back to our mindset, I reckon. You know what I mean? No, what, exactly what you're saying. Just like your mindset is just deeply enrooted that you don't talk about this sort of stuff because you'll get pushed out. You're going to lose your job. You're going to lose money and then you won't be able to, you know. And then when you try to go on to your next employment, they're going to say, oh, you got fired because of this sort of thing. Yeah, and you kind of become blacklisted. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's it. You get blacklisted. And so you don't want to go through this whole process. Yeah, because companies don't like whistleblowers. But I think having those reports and engagement surveys, really, really keeping them anonymous, really helps tackle that issue. Yeah. Which is why I'm very for having that pushed into big companies. Because I think big companies need to realize they're getting money because of the employees. Yeah. And Taking care of them should be their first priority, not the business. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can't say too much more about that one. <laughs> I 
can't say too much. Yeah. I think I put in the last report of my previous job was to have those workshops facilitated. Mm. When you go through training, you're meant to be going through like code of ethics. Yeah. But it's strange because for full-time jobs, you're meant to learn this type of stuff in your part-time job first, but then you're learning your you job. Do? Yeah. That was, well, that's what I've always heard. That's the expectation. You're meant to learn this in the beginning before you go into the big companies but who said really it was just the mindset that like my parents had told me they're like yeah um, i learned i learned how to i learned how to like about boundaries when i started working at kfc i'm like oh that's pretty cool uh, career paths are never linear uh, yeah very true yeah like i just went to work at this place and we just i just did the job you had to learn it yourself. yeah i didn't do anything else. I just did my job and I just joined the events. There was nothing else to it. And so, then with the, with the other job, that's when I started to experience more of the whistleblowing thing. But only because I knew that there was high turnover and that needed to be put in place so that HR and everyone else could figure out what is happening and why is there such a high turnover in this fucking company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But even doing those assessments, I remember it being like a 10 question Google form. And every time I did it, I always remained so neutral. Yeah. Because I, I knew that they would send that stuff to our team leader. And then they always... They can always figure out. Yeah. and then Even they, though it's anonymous. Yeah. And then it's just like, I don't see a point. I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Unless I just talk to you in person. But then... That, I also found that good because we did monthly meetings one-on-one -on -one with our team leader to see what, what was happening, what we can improve on, and then we all had that team meeting together, which I enjoyed as well. Because I noticed that like I had a lot of friction with that team leader, and we both knew it. We, were, we would be good on terms of just being friends, but not with business. And... <laughs> they wouldn't reciprocate your idea or process yeah yeah in a professional way yeah so when it, when we would like meet up we both felt open to talk to each other enough to say that like oh yeah i'm not but we're like yeah i'm not feeling this and i remember even back then i would get to the point where i'd kind of lash out because she just she wouldn't act on what she'd say she'd do yeah. She'd say like, oh yeah, we'll be like a team now and we'll work together. We'll be like a family. I just talk to her straight up and just be like, blah, 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 blah. But I don't know if that happens with other companies because I know that that's a big company. That's a huge company. It's an international company. I think that's why they start to implement that sort of thing. That's the same with me. So we have team meetings and then we have one-on-ones for uh, KPIs. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is good. Do you guys, do you feel open to talk about situations that Some are... Some things. But not all the things. Not all of it. I keep it strictly work. Not necessarily yeah, yeah. work dynamics. Uh, okay. Yeah. So if anything is bothering me, I kind of just keep it to myself. <laughs> which yeah. is, I know, which is bad. I should probably talk to someone about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you never want to be blacklisted, which is the risk of whistleblowing. What I learned from my experience with the other company is you don't talk to another party, you talk to that person like straight the, up. the perpetrator. The root of the problem. <laughs> and you tell them everything that you're experiencing and saying, this is how I feel, how can we go forward with this? Because I feel uncomfortable with this, this, and this. I want, I want to do better, or I want to work in a better situation. How can we both improve on this for and the better? If it's not reciprocated, do you... Do you say that you want to escalate it then? We can talk to like a third party, which is HR. 
or like managers. Yeah, and it never had to get that far because I guess I was just open with that person, but I was just lucky in that sort of sense. There was no point because she was good friends with the area leader and then good friends with the, you know, it just goes back and keeps going back. But I just always found that that's the best way to go about it because it's better not to let them hear it from someone else because that just kept happening all the time. Should it be a thing that, like, HR doesn't make friends with people? Yeah, they should just be, like, isolated. (laughs) (laughs) Just to separate and distance yourself from the people. Yeah. Yeah, or you have your own organization and team that you can work well with. Like, you don't have to talk to other people. I feel like HR is good in that sense where they can relate to other people and they can be friends with others in the company, but they do have to set a boundary when it does come to professional stuff, like... You wouldn't go out to lunch with them. Yeah, not go out to lunch with them. Don't do a whole lot of, like, oh yeah, I'll do this for you, I'll move you here sort of thing, if you do this sort of thing, like... I don't know. There's this other situation, like, just talking about HR, it doesn't have to do with whistleblowing though. Like, I was in this position where me and some other person in the company were kind of like competing for this role. Ooh. I didn't get it, okay? I didn't get it. And then I asked the HR person, like, what could I have done better? And she said, keep it on the download, but, um, and don't tell your boss, but the other girl has good connections with this company, so I had to let her get the job. I'm sorry, I know, I know that you would have been good in the company because you fit, like, the values and stuff, but I couldn't deny her because she, she's the CEO's, like, friend's daughter, so I can't, sorry. You you need to set your boundaries, bro. Like, yeah. I know, like... It should be just based on caliber yeah. rather than connections. But everyone goes through connections. Exactly. This is where the corruption happens. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> but that's how I get my job. <laughs> Honestly. There it is. Nothing I'm changes. part of the corruption. <laughs> I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I am part of the problem. <laughs> In conclusion, nothing changes, more of the same. (laughs) (laughs) If you feel comfortable talking about your stories and that with other people, I say do it as a collective so you don't feel like the lone horse or the black sheep if that person tries to turn their back on you, like what you were saying. Companies have no problem getting rid of one person. It's more difficult when there's a collective. And so they would have to investigate against the alleged person. Yeah. So do it as a group. Talk to your peers about it because it's better to sometimes get another opinion. Because but then there's also the risk. There's the risk, but like, I mean, if you are kind of close to them, I'm talking in the perspective that you might find it normal or you might find it not being important enough to bring it to the HR or to the higher up, but you need to. So you need to talk to someone else about it sometimes to see like, oh, is this okay to do or should I tell someone about it? Yeah. Because even the smallest things does make a bigger impact on that one person sometimes. So talk to people you feel comfortable with. Yeah. I was lucky because the person I talked to about it happened to be in a high level role as well. Mm. So they do have like authority, Mm. which is why it was much easier to solidify a case. HR. Yeah. But all in all, it's for the protection of people. So it's not just yourself, it's for everyone around you as well. Like, this person would talk to me in certain ways, but like, 
it doesn't really matter to me. They're not the ones writing my checks. Yeah. When it's people involving younger, especially females, that's that's really concerning to me, which is why I felt so passionate about it. Mm. Which is why I, when they first told me about it, I'd spent that summer trying to figure out strategy. And then it's weird because I see the person when I come back and they're like, hey, how's it going? And they're just like, hey, how's it going? And then I turn around the corner, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get rid of this person. That fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I don't know if that's a bad reflection on me to be like two-faced, but it's all about appearances. Yeah, it's different in the workplace. I feel like we need to be more careful in how we conduct ourselves. Why do we have to be careful? Why can't they be careful? I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it shouldn't we be We shouldn't way. have to be careful because... We should both, as a, we should all as a collective, know right from wrong. Yeah. Power dynamics, common sense. Yes, exactly. It was just difficult for me because I was in a male-dominated office. Yeah, that'd be difficult. But most of the people that were involved were all female. So this team that solidified the case, I was like, oh goodness, there's a pattern here, which is no good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you do have to put up an appearance for the time being until things get resolved, pro- like, properly, Yeah. rather than just being on a, like, a rampage sort of thing, just like, fuck you, fuck you for doing this. Guns blazing. Yeah. That's what I've always been taught. You keep your head down until, you know, the change that you want happens. Yeah. Because the moment you tell people, the moment they start like doing stuff against you or like that it ch- that changes their opinion and that changes their influence you know in a negative manner so have you guys ever watched the k-drama itaewon class <laughs> i couldn't finish that i couldn't <laughs> this one drama i couldn't finish <laughs> so, <laughs> so all these people go against him but he silently waits and he silently you know gathers all of the people, and he gathers everything in the case to go against this big company empire. And mm. then he ends up winning. Mm. In the end, just to spoil it for you. But I feel like it's because it's a strategic way of doing it. It's not just... It's, put, not... it's not just putting your head down. It's putting your head down, but thinking of a strategic way to go about it to actually win. Yeah. So that they don't have a choice of, like, escaping. Yeah. It's hard for us to talk about it because we can't give names and we can't jeopardize ourselves as well. Yeah, you, we can't give away too much. Yeah, it's such a difficult topic to talk about. But it should be talked about. It should be talked about, yeah, definitely. Which is why the engagement surveys and reports, I do encourage people to fill them out honestly. Mm. And really push for the company to let all of the employees remain anonymous. Yeah. I think, yeah, to do it honestly and to think of suggestions on how to improve. Because I know that at the bottom there's always the comments box, like, how can we improve or how can they improve? To really think about that rather than just kind of leaving it empty or saying what I used to say, just like, no, nothing. Nothing can improve. Like, that's fine. There should be, especially for your situation or your previous situation, your leader's... I think there should be leader leadership workshops. 
how to yeah. be a good leader and some qualities that would include active listening, taking in feedback from your team. Yeah, it yeah. It doesn't have to be one way. It doesn't have to be you leading. It could be you listening and letting your team lead. Oh, like you just need to figure out that like that dynamic for yourself. Work yeah, I think it just goes back to workshops and just yeah, filling those things out appropriately because that's the only step that we have at the moment to go forward. Yeah, and still remain protected. Yeah. Good well, luck. <laughs> good luck and good night. <laughs> that's from like a movie or something, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Princess Diaries. So it's like what? <laughs> I don't know. I okay, so... <laughs> Just a takeaway from this episode. Be honest. Be honest. Yeah. And have conversations. Yeah, have conversations, definitely. Communicate. Communication is key. It is. So thank you guys for listening, first off. Yeah. Thank you for listening to our very long-winded way of talking about our situations. So yeah, just be honest. Communicate. Talk to your peers or family members if you feel like something weird is going on and you don't quite know how to go about it. And always go as a collective. Thank you guys again. Um, you can catch us on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Instagram at Layla Studios Podcast. And we will catch you on the next one. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye.